friends, welcome back to Real Life Marriage, where I'm your host, Candace Mummert, and on a great day, my husband Aaron joins me as the co-host. Whether I'm sharing tidbits and encouragement or interviewing people brave enough to share what goes on behind closed doors in their marriage, it's all for the goal of strengthening marriages. We're glad you joined us as we unpack the good, the bad, and everything in between when it comes to real life marriage. everyone welcome back to real life marriage we are getting back into interviews today yeah. uh, after a series on spiritual leadership we're excited to be interviewing another couple this is a lovely couple that is church family to us we've met through church and um we're excited to hear what they have to say we're actually going to talk about covid related to marriage and that's a first even though we are way months into the whole COVID thing. Uh, we're going to talk today about how it may or may not have affected marriages, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I know around our house, uh, definitely the dynamics, the daily schedule, Monday through Friday, even weekends. Yeah. Um, looks COVID, different. It looks different, feels different. Some good, some yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but we have Jeff and Cindy Edwards with us uh, today, and they're going to share from their perspective as well, as well as all of the wisdoms that they have about marriage, right? So if you guys would introduce each other, we like to start that way and just tell us, you know, the basics of who you are and what you do and that sort of thing. Who wants to go first? I've been told I will. <laughs> Great wisdom speaks. Now you know how it works at our house. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I'd like to introduce you to Cindy Edwards, my first wife. And, uh, <laughs> she's been with me now for going on about 39 years. Woo! Yeah, we, but we've only been together about 26. <laughs> typically, I'm traveling about 50% of the year. So, uh, you know, that's the secret to happy marriage is always... Uh, you know, be gone half the time, but uh, <laughs> Mrs. Edwards really understands how to make a household, raised our two kids very well. I was around for most of those, so I, I had something to do with it. Maybe not a lot, but a little. Uh, a little bit anyway. So this is Mrs. Cindy Edwards. Well, this is Mr. Jeff Edwards, and we have actually been together a little over 45 years because we dated for seven years before we got married. Okay. So that's probably longer than most of the people listening to this podcast are old. <laughs> yes. and, but one of the encouragements to send out is we're still having fun. So awesome. that's good. Um, he is, has always been the spiritual head of our household. Um, it's the highest quality that I could tell anyone to look for mm. in a husband. Um, he is loyal to our marriage he's been loyal as a faithful servant of god he is um opinionated but softly opinionated <laughs> and he you know what i think want to know what i think you just ask me right <laughs> and if you want him, even if you don't want his opinion he will tell you no just joking um he is um way more spontaneous than i am uh -huh. So I keep him reined in, and he keeps me having fun, and um, he is my best friend. Awesome. 
I think, you know, you said we're still having fun. And I think that's one of the things that attracts everyone to you is that you guys are always having fun. And, and that's an awesome, awesome way to live. So, um, okay. So. Question number one. Okay. I thought Aaron had something else to say. No. Something sarcastic for Jeff, but I'll hold it. <laughs> hold it for later. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So how would you say in general, how has COVID affected your marriage? And when Aaron and I were talking about this question, because that's such a broad question, but you could kind of think of it as like the different rooms of your home. How has it affected things in your kitchen? Are things different in the way you're in your kitchen? Are things different in the way you're spending your time in the living room or the bedroom or the backyard, which you guys don't have, but I thought we'd still throw it in there. <laughs> well, I mean, quite honestly, the, uh, the thing that's affected our marriage the most is I've been home way too long. Uh, <laughs> yes, since since March the 18th, I've been uh, away from my house for a total of 13 hours. And that was an overnight trip up to Philadelphia. And I should have been gone about probably eight or nine weeks. And so it has put us in a 1,200 square foot room, although thank God I get to go to the office every day. So that's that's been good. But uh, we have been we had been together a lot. And people think, oh, you've been together for 45 years. Not like this. <laughs> yeah, you're not exaggerating when you say that you travel darn close to 50% of the time, right? Like your normal is being apart for a week or two and then being together for a few days or a week and then being apart for a week, right? Like that is your normal. That is the normal. And so we have both had to get readjusted to being around each other. Yeah. Because when you're apart, you develop certain routines and she has as well. And and now we're together and we've had to social distance a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, <it's true. laughs> I think one of the hardest things for us, though, was we came straight in from out of the country and slammed right into this. Yeah. So we came in from two weeks of traveling in Europe and in Israel and then came straight into lockdown. Lockdown, yeah. And so it was just a bizarre time across the board for everyone. Mm -hmm. And we, like, literally the first or second day we were home, we went for a walk in downtown. And it... Like we, zombie apocalypse. There were five, We passed five people over an hour walk. Wow. Two or three of those were security. <laughs> so it was really bizarre. But one of the things that I had to adjust to was he was going to work and talking to people uh, and I was doing nothing, no, no communicating with anyone other than old texting or whatever. And he would come home and I would want to use all my words. Yeah. At the same time. At the same time. And he would heard words all day long because he'd been doing Zoom meetings and things. And I finally about day three or four of that first week, I actually kind of saw his eyes glaze over and I thought, oh, this is way too many words for him. <laughs> yes. And so, um, yeah, we had to adjust and he started encouraging me to do Zoom meetings with my friends. And so we started doing, I started doing that. And then we started doing them together. Yeah, we started doing some, you know, like Zoom evening happy hours with yeah. 
around Fort Worth and around the country, you know. And in fact, we've got one planned in about a week and a half for mm -hmm. Australia, Canada, and here. So, how cool! But that was a readjustment in terms of uh, realization that I can't just walk out the door and do whatever I wanted to do without saying anything. And if I'm in a hotel, I just go and do, you know. And so yeah. that's that, that's that was a challenge. And so it was there was some tension. So you you talked about the different rooms. So obviously our backyard changed because downtown changed, and it was just a little too weird to be yeah. going out. And then our kitchen had done way more cooking, way, way, way more cooking. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Um, our, we definitely saved money those first few months. Um, and we cooked a lot together. Yeah, we did. But one of the fun things we did in the living room is we just started having this decompressed time when I'd come back in from work. And uh, everything, the TV shuts off, there's no TV, no nothing. And we're just sitting down and, and uh, just talking about the day. She talks, gives me her day, and I give her talks of my day. And so it was a real good decompression time, as we call it. And so that'll continue. Yeah. Awesome. So, I mean, I think probably the majority of couples have experienced what you just described on some level, just not to the extreme of what you guys experienced, right? Like there's more people working from home. They're not going in as many days of the week. And you guys came up with some great ways of overcoming that. Is that just from good communication as opposed to shutting down out of frustration? Or are there other suggestions that you would have? Like, Cindy, you said that he suggested you have Zoom meetings with your friends to have more conversations. So he made a good suggestion of, well, here's one way. Maybe, you know, think outside of the box. But is it just from continuing to talk about it and figuring it out? Or what if people are just totally button heads and can't see around the corner? Well, I think you have to look at, like he did with me, <clears throat> what was best for me. Mm. So, and we have to look and serve each other yeah. in the process. So what can I do to make his life um, better, which is really difficult during the season, because the only thing I could do is go put him on a plane, and you can't really do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I have encouraged him to go shoot some. <laughs> Not someone. No, no. <laughs> to the range. I didn't say someone. To the range. To the range. To go shooting. Um, but I think putting each other first. Yeah. And saying, okay, this it can't be all about me, even though there are definitely been moments that have been about me and, you know, like meltdown kind of things. Yeah. Well, and you realize that, you know, your, your, your mate, your spouse needs, sometimes needs people more than you do. Yeah. I only need a certain amount of people. <laughs> yeah. But she needs a lot more than amount of people. And so, you know, getting friends together on Zoom and finally being able to do that on a, you know, there's no, the hesitancy or the, you know, nobody puts up barriers too much anymore with, you know, doing teleconference or Zoom. And uh, and so that's kind of been a whole shift business-wise and, and marriage-wise, I'm sure, for a lot of people. It's, now it's kind of become acceptable yeah yeah i think one of the other things we've done too is that we've had like another couple here way more often than we did before like just come up for dinner you know yeah. whereas we would always have met in a restaurant more than likely and yeah we've done that with people that we knew had been quarantined and, and things like that so well and did with me being home getting to be home thank you thank not, you not having to but 
getting to be home. Wait, that that sounds like a conversation around decompression time of correcting some language. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> the ones I chose to forget. <laughs> hey, now. I love it. I love. I love it. That's that's good teamwork. <laughs> but it has enabled me, for one, to be able to have more interaction with a lot more people a lot more frequently. Yeah. And so, you know, I can look back and be really thankful for that to, to, you know, enhance some relationships and deepen some relationships that otherwise wouldn't have the chance to do. Yeah. You know, not until I retire. And, and I've said it before, this is like somebody forced me to retire without asking my opinion on it. So <laughs> I've had to radically readjust my whole whole life and thinking process to, to be adjusted to not go crazy and go shoot someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <two and> <laughs> yes. Cindy, I love how, how you said you have to think about how to make the other, your spouse's life better. And so even if I'm sharing with Aaron, like this is really frustrating to me. I, I miss my friends. I, I need to talk to somebody. It's not immediately then what he can do for me. Like we can share our emotions, but then we also need to immediately be thinking from the other side, but how can I make this work for you? Not just how can you fix it for me? And I'll never forget uh, one of the first marriage related stories that I remember you telling me, Cindy, was when you guys figured out that when Jeff came home from traveling, he was tired of eating out. He was tired of being out. He just wanted to come home and be home. Whereas you had been home waiting for him to get home and you wanted to go out to dinner and have dinner with him at a nice restaurant or whatever. And you, when you guys figured out like, oh, our lives have been so opposite. So now we're craving opposite things, but we've still got to figure this out. Exactly. And it took me traveling a long trip of three weeks with him and I, we were literally driving home from the airport, and I thought the last thing I want to do is eat in a restaurant. And uh, it was an aha moment for me. Like you walked in his shoes. Yes, and I realized what he'd been sacrificing all those years mm. without saying a word. Yeah. He just did it because he knew that's what I needed. Because he was a sacrifice. What he needs. Yeah. So we balance it. Yeah. You know, and then we talk about readjusting your life in the bedroom because she would have so much time on her own she could have her hallmark nights when i was <laughs> and so you know over the last several months it's she says hallmark night and i'll say good night, good night. <laughs> i need to stay up and have just some alone time with me uh, and the tv yeah, so. we, we've definitely watched a little more a few more series more, more, we watch more tv than we normally do but, you know, we're watching series and things together. But yeah. I do have a Hallmark night at least probably once every three weeks or so. I'll go, okay. How often? <laughs> I, I, this was what? the first Excuse one me? I had in three weeks. Excuse yesterday. me? Yesterday. <laughs> okay, then. It's time for him to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we I totally have should have done this video. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, y'all. It's still video. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So I feel like we've already kind of alluded to this, but let's go ahead and nail it in the head. What is one of or the greatest strength in your marriage that you think either has helped you get through this COVID thing or has even been affected by 
this whole COVID thing? I think the fact that we really do enjoy each other has really helped. That we are friends and we like to share stories about what's going on with other people and our friends and, and the frustrations with things that are going on, we like to share. So I, I think that's been a good part. Probably my extreme patience with you. Probably. Oh, gosh. I, I, I think you, you said it best at the beginning. I would, I, I would agree with you, Cindy and, and Jeff, that you guys just have fun. doesn't matter where, where you are, what you're doing. You're always having fun together, cutting, you know, cutting up and just, just a, just a joy and life giving and um, very honoring of one another. When, when, when private or when alone, you're, you're very honoring or speak, speak highly of, of your yeah. spouse um, and so, yeah, that's, you are having fun and it, it's, it's, you, we can see it. Yeah, for sure. And I think one time in the midst of, I don't know how it was several months in and finally, you know, we could sense the stress was building and you mentioned the ability to communicate. I just and I said, look, I mean, I'm sorry. This is a stressful situation. It's where we've never been before. And I apologize. Let's figure out how we're going to walk through this. And then, uh, yeah. Right through the other side. And it wasn't even after like a testy moment or anything. He had just been praying and thinking about it. And we were just sitting here and he goes, he turned, he turned the TV off and said, can I talk to you for a second? I said, well, yeah. And I'm like going, uh Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what's he going to tell me? And he said that. And I thought, that's what we need to do. We need to realize together. This is stressful. Yeah. It really is stressful and realize that he's got stress at work and I have stress dealing with his mom and just different things that are, that is going on that we need to be a team rather than and realize each other's stresses. Well, I spent way too long taking life way too serious. And, uh. You know, you're, you're building a family and, and of course, like I said, I'm building a business and that's, that's stressful, but you know, you, you, you've got to learn to, if you, and that's not I mean just take a vacation, but you, life can't be so serious that everything is a crisis. You know, until we understand that we, we, we have to have that Sabbath, that time off, that time to shut ourselves down and have fun, it's, life is going to continue to be an uphill battle. Yeah. I also think that one of the things that I realized is I didn't, I didn't realize before this was how much he carries the fact that he has distributors in 45 countries that are relying on him mm. for their income. And so he's, and, and never mind his staff here in Fort Worth. And I never really thought about it. I mean, I always know, knew that they had grown financially, those people around the world, but never thought about that he carries that. Like mm -hmm. if, if he's not being able to do his job, then they're not being able to do their job and they're suffering too. And he was carrying that until one day when we, I mean, not carrying it alone, but he was carrying it, and I just really hadn't thought about it. So I think, I think we we communicate well. I do think, for the most part, we communicate mm -hmm. well. But I also think the other thing that has that we've done during this season is we have encouraged a lot of other people, mm. like specifically chosen, like okay, let's encourage these people during this season, and we, and we've done it together and separately. We each have our lists. We have a list together. And I think that's been something that we will take away from this. That's awesome. What a great intentional way to bless people and serve mission field. You know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You just have to, 
you have to be purposeful with it. And, you know, that's sort of what we did by default. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So has COVID brought up any new challenges? Obviously we've talked about challenges with schedules and being home and readjusting and that sort of thing. But there, is there any, has there been a, a weak spot maybe that you have noticed because of COVID that you're like, hey, we need to work on that or we need to strengthen that area or make that better? Is there anything like that that you can think of? Uh, probably financially, uh, just the necessity of, you know, ha having to cut back and take, and take a pay cut so that employees could still get their checks. And so we had to purposefully cut some things out and, and realign, you know, we're, we're bad about budgets because thank God we haven't had to live by a strict budget for a while, but we, we started purposely thinking about that and realizing, uh, we don't need to spend that or spend that or spend that. And so that was, that's probably a good thing that came out of it. But we, and we did it together. Like he, you know, he stopped doing some things. I stopped, you know, those little boxes you can get different things like that. I just, yeah. and I didn't even tell him, Oh, stop. <laughs> I didn't even tell him I was doing it. And then, at, at, when I was doing our accounting at the end of the month, I was saying, and I told him that, I, oh, yeah, I'd stop those right after we got back once everything was quarantined because I didn't know what was going to happen with this yeah. business. And, you know, and Jesus finally heard my prayers. Finances is one, you know, top three uh, yeah. arguments in marriages causes for divorce. Yeah. So. You know, definitely it's good to hear someone, a couple after 39 years, finances still, you, you know, it's it's a tough conversation. You never really get it whipped as new seasons present themselves in your marriage. You still have to have those tough conversations and yeah. and, and sacrifice. You know, you, Cindy, as you said, you made the choice to stop that, 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 uh, that spending or whatnot. Each, each person has to cut back. And I think that's where teamwork comes involved. He's not yeah. my enemy. He's my teammate. And yeah. so when he, when I know I need to cut back on finances, it's cause not, not cause he's being my mean enemy. He's like, we need to do this so that later on down the road, you know, we'll be able to be a team and go out with people and do things again. But right now it's just what we do. Yeah. That, oh, go ahead, Jeff. Oh no. Nothing. I was just gonna say, that's just, that's what I just wrote down a second ago that I wanted to come back to. So we'll just go ahead and come back to it real quick. But that, um, you said earlier, ooh, I think it was Jeff that said it, that you um, remember that you were a team in this stressful time. Like it's not, it's not, oh my gosh, this is so stressful on me in this way. And oh my gosh, this is so stressful. But you paused and went, okay, we're going through a trying time together. We've got to figure this out together. And just, I think that's so crucial for couples if you haven't yet to pause for a minute and just spend a minute talking together with your spouse about, okay, this is a weird time. This is a stressful time. Everything's changing, whatever, whatever it looks like in your home. Let's be sure that we're still together in this and that I'm not so focused on what's changing in my life that I'm forgetting about what's changing in your life. So let's pause long enough to go, okay, this is weird. And how are we going to get through this together? Yeah. And you guys have given many examples of yes. that. Well, the, 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 and that, that solves the problem of thinking that marriage is a 50, 50 deal. It's not, yeah. it, it's where you're all in or you're not. <laughs> yeah, that's good. 
you know, whether you've been married a year or 40 years or 50 years, it's still all in. You know, you have to keep that in the forefront. All right. You want to ask one more question? Yeah. So I think the fourth question is uh, um, what what new good, good stuff, new good habits, new good routines that have been heightened or, or born during this time that you want to definitely keep a hold of. And I think you mentioned one, the decompression time. So maybe share a little bit more about that or if there was a second one or third one. Well, we definitely will keep the decompression time. And it's so specific that now that I, I'm back out doing some things outside the house and, and he's working, that we like literally get our phones and go through our calendar. So we talk about everything that we did during the day. Ah. And, he, and, and I'll even look to see who I've texted with. And he will too. Just say, oh, I had a conversation with Dustin today. Or I had a conversation with Jenna, which is our children. And, and oh, yeah, because otherwise we, those things just escape off the page. And then, and it's been really good. I mean, so many things that we haven't just taken the time to share with one another makes our life richer. Until she picks up the phone is answering a text to Candy Mummert or something like that. About <laughs> mom. So, and I'll just pause. And sit there until she finishes. <laughs> and then we'll continue. But at least I don't do it when I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the other thing, one of the other things that for sure we'll do is we'll we'll incur and still continue to encourage other people. Mm. Like that's make a purposeful. We'll probably make you know like every year just make a list of people to encourage. Yes. Yeah. That year. Because don't, don't you feel that when you spend the time to encourage someone else, it lifts you up as well? Oh, Even absolutely. if it's nothing to do with you or your life, or there's just when you're pouring out encouragement, it it lifts my spirit too. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And that was that was one of the things I wrote down in my. I won't call it a journal because I hate that word. Uh, in my book, was. Like on January the fourth or third was be a purposeful encourager. Mm. So, you know, I remember that. Yeah. You shared that with us at men's group. Yeah. And so it 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 came about as bad as I might not have wanted it to. So I'm trying. Because I'm not one of the persons that, that needs that pat on the back. I, I never have been. And so it's hard for me to realize that. And I've learned it through you know a few employees, but you know, when God says, Hey, work on this. Yes, sir. <laughs> and then we got slammed right into opportunity because we had all the time to do things like that that we hadn't taken the time to do before we had it before but then we realized how much extra time we had to do those kinds of things i i have a surprise question pop quiz um how has um your spiritual relationship uh with god affected from a time perspective, intimacy, or a challenging time? Have you seen a change in your prayer life or study or anything like that? For sure, you've gone through or I've gone through little, little hills and valleys. Mm -hmm. uh, the advantage is one, if, you, if you've got a good foundation going into it, the realization that this is the only way to survive this deal, mm. it, it's obviously a benefit. Uh, and so... I think that you know, it's always been, thank God for spiritual disciplines. Uh, they don't get you to heaven, but they can sure get you through storms. There you go. So, uh, you know, those foundations in my life just continue to be there and 
because I didn't have to try to build a house in the hurricane. It was already there, and I could just keep going through it every day. Very good. We've done a lot of reading and sharing during this time of what we're reading and what you think about that. The other thing I, I will have to laugh, it's one of the funniest things. He told me the week before we were meeting um, via um, online for church, and the week before Easter, he said, we will get up and get dressed Easter morning like we're going to church on Easter, and we did. And so it was just one of those fun things that we did, but yeah. it was it, that's what you would do. I mean, that's one of probably the saddest things that we didn't get to do was do Easter together as a church family, yeah. you know, everybody. But yeah. we did it. We did. I had heels on and everything. <laughs> yep. Yep. Did you take a picture? Yeah. I think you did. Yeah. We did. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, I, I want to brag on on you both a little bit. Jeff shared with me um, through our men's men's study, our men's group. Um, pre-COVID when Jeff was traveling a lot, he shared that both of you, that you would do a, a devotional, a year-long devotional. And so that no matter where, you know, where he was in his travels, you were doing a daily devotional together privately, reading the same scripture, scripture, commenting to one another of what it spoke too much. And I just, I think that's, that's truly purposeful pursuing your spouse and pursuing intimacy together, spiritually intimacy, um, and not allowing three weeks away from home to be an excuse for, for drifting apart. And I just, that's, that, I was amazed by that. That really stuck with me. That's very purposeful. And, and so I uh, compliment you both on that. Yeah, that's a great suggestion because we have couples often ask, how do we grow spiritually together? I mean, it comes in way different words than that, but it, you know, a lot of them boil down to that question. Uh, sometimes it's because one person is more spiritually in their walk than the other, uh, and sometimes it's uh, I've been it's been interesting to me to hear a lot of couples say, "I've been doing this on my own for a while now, and now all of a sudden I'm supposed to share my walk with my spouse, and we're still trying to figure out what that looks like." But that's a great tool, a great suggestion of a, of a starting place. You don't have to read together every night. You don't even have to talk about it every day, but you can leave little comments and, and it can spur conversation. I love that. It's, it's easy to do. Yeah. It's, it's just easy. So. And it really honestly doesn't take more than about five, six minutes. But if the Lord really speaks to you, it's a launching board then to talk about it together because you're both reading the same things. Yeah, and you can't use the excuse that I didn't have time because it is short. You know, yeah. you know, when he's traveling, sometimes he's in the air for 18, 24, 30 hours. And so I'm not saying we're diligent to do it every single day, but we probably do it. No, but we don't do it on the same day because you're in a plane and things. So we might, and then he'll catch up. You're always the one catching up, not me. So anyway, yeah. so I'm just saying it's not a. Um, let me let me show you. Okay, just just let me keep talking. He's a mess. Remember, this is a podcast. They can't see what you're going to show us. <laughs> so. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, so just to wrap up, is there any other? deep words of wisdom after 40 plus years together that you would like to leave our listeners with before we say goodbye for this episode. Yep. What's that? Date your spouse every week. Uh, Love it. That you can. Even if it's at home. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. 
And that's what has led to y'all keep keep having fun, right? Absolutely. That and traveling half the time. <laughs> well, Forty is a big uh, big year, uh, Mr. Yeah. Edwards. What what are we? Are you working, planning? Oh, yes. oh, okay. Yes. Going to the Maldives. Oh, yes. a little hush right out over the water for about. Uh, nice. That will be amazing. And in the name of Jesus, COVID will be a thing of the past by then. <laughs> COVID what? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for spending time with us. Yes, love Thank it. Thank you for having us. You bet. You are a treasure to us, and we're excited to share you with our listeners. So we will see you again soon. Be careless. Thank you. <laughs> of course. On that note, we're out. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please take a minute to leave a review and share it with a friend to be part of strengthening marriages. Until next time, be sure you're loving on relationships.